This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Friends, I could not be more excited about today's story. It's actually one you may have heard, The Robot Who Had Feelings. It's one of my most popular stories, and it's very special to me because it was inspired by an important conversation I had with my own tiny person about feelings. So this story is close to my heart, and I wanted to do it justice by giving it an upgrade, adding some awesome music and some listener-created sound effects, of course. Let's hear the story, right? Are you ready? I am so ready. Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Not too long ago, Milo turned five. Five, which, as he made sure to remind everyone he encountered, meant he was halfway to ten. After hosting his birthday party, Milo's parents were a bit exhausted. They decided to have him spend a weekend with Grandma. He arrived just in time for dinner on Friday, a super yummy, delicious dinner of veggie pad thai. Grandma tended to get hooked on certain dishes for weeks at a time. Last year, she made eggplant parmesan every Saturday for six months. Then she switched to chicken tikka masala. For the past three months, she'd been perfecting her veggie pad thai. Milo was thrilled because this was a meal he just could not get enough of. As Grandma dusted off her hands and sat down to eat, Milo noticed Grandma's hair looked different. It wasn't the same color as it had been the last time he'd seen her. Sometimes Milo had thoughts come into his head that traveled very quickly from his brain to his mouth without much time in between for him to think about whether it was a good idea to actually say them. Unfortunately, this was one of those times. Grandma, your hair looks weird. I liked it a lot better before. Grandma stopped, her fork heavy with pad thai, just millimeters from her open mouth. She put down her fork and took a deep breath. Milo? You just hurt my feelings. I did? (laughs) Yes. You know, honey, I have feelings just like you do. Everyone in the whole world has feelings. Every last one of us. Milo considered this. Truth be told, he hadn't really thought a whole lot about Grandma's feelings. She had helped him learn about his own feelings, but he hadn't considered that she might have the exact same kinds of feelings, too. He figured a good way to help the situation was to make her laugh. Everyone in the whole world has feelings, except for... Except for who? Robots. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're right. That is true. 
Everyone has feelings, except for robots. Grandma, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. That wasn't a nice thing to say. Thank you, Milo. All right, I'm really hungry. Grandma said, taking a bite. Me too. Grandma smiled, and they both dug in to their meals. This is so yummy, Grandma. Compliments to this chef. Little did Milo know, across town, a small robot named Valentina was looking up at the night sky. Okay, so her real name was VR7892-99B27, but I'm going to call her Valentina to preserve my own sanity. Valentina was part of a robot colony made by scientists a few years back. She lived with several other robots in a house, and the scientists monitored them and watched them as they went about their days. It wasn't a bad life, but there was something different about Valentina than all the other robots. Valentina had feelings. Big feelings. Feelings just like Milo and his grandma and everyone else. Valentina wasn't meant to have feelings. The scientists who designed her made a bit of a mistake in her programming that resulted in her feelings. So Valentina had never had anyone explain her feelings to her. All she knew was sometimes she didn't feel like getting up from her charging station in the morning and sometimes she got a weird, tight feeling in her central cavity. And sometimes she felt like microchips were going to spill out from her eyes. She was very confused and didn't know what to do when these sensations came over her. Valentina was also quite lonely in the house. The other robots scuttled around her throughout the day, not bothering to say, excuse me, or thank you, as the other robots simply didn't have any feelings that needed to be cared for. They did their jobs and followed through on the programs set out for them by the scientists. They weren't happy or sad. They just were. Valentina not only had feelings, she was also quite clever. She could see out the window of her room that there was a town full of people not too far away. She wondered about the people. She wondered if they might need a robot friend. That very night, Valentina took a towel and dusted herself off as best she could. She polished her buttons. She oiled her joints. She made sure she was fully charged, then tucked her charger into her central cavity for safekeeping. She scooted down the hallway and slipped out of the house. Nobody stopped her. No robot had ever left the house before. Valentina set off down the road towards the town full of people. The next morning, 
Milo woke up and stretched his arms as he yawned mightily. <sighs> he busted out of his bed and ran down the hall to Grandma's room. Grandma was still asleep. I'll just let Grandma sleep a little while longer. He crept upstairs and got himself a bowl of cereal. As he ate his cereal, he heard a strange noise. It was a rustling sound outside the window. Something was stuck in the bushes. Milo went to the window and looked down. He saw flashes of silvery metal as the object squirmed. Hello? Can someone assist me? I am stuck in this green shrubbery. Milo opened the window and stuck his head out to get a better look. Whoa, um, hi, I'm Milo. Are you, are you a robot? Valentina peered upward. Upon seeing Milo, she felt a rush of energy through her metal frame. My name is Valentina. I left my home down the road. Can you assist me? Sure. Milo raced down the stairway and out the front door. He stood in front of Valentina, panting. After a few strong tugs, Milo pulled Valentina free from the bushes. Thank you for your assistance. I owe you one. You're welcome. Want to come and check out my toys? I've never had a robot friend. Are you my friend now? Can you live at my grandma's house? Can you sleep in the closet? Can you have lunch with me today? I do not require food. Milo's face fell. However, I would like to inspect your toys. Milo lit up as he ushered Valentina into the house and down to the toy box. Valentina scooted around, thrilled to look at this small human child's belongings. Trucks of all sizes, puzzles, Legos, so many things to explore. Valentina was intrigued by this new environment, but she suddenly felt a dark cloud roll over her mood. Without knowing why, she sat down and stared at the floor. She began shaking a little bit. What are you doing? Don't you want to play? Milo asked, suddenly realizing he had a robot in his house who was acting unpredictably. I... I do want to play, but I am just... Valentina started crying. But unlike a child's cries, these cries didn't result in tears tiny computer chips fell from Valentina's eyes. I don't understand. It seems like you're crying, but robots don't cry. At least, I didn't think they did. I didn't think robots had feelings at all. Feelings? What are these things, feelings? Valentina asked, looking up wearily. I have always been very different from the other robots, but... I never understood why. I get these strange sensations about things all the time. Like when my roommate was transferred to a different location, I felt an odd sense of wanting him to still be there. And when the scientists decided to reprogram a section of my central operating system, I was oddly concerned something might go wrong. Huh. 
sounds like you were sad and lonely when your roommate left, and you were afraid when the scientists reprogrammed you. Sad. Lonely. Afraid? Well, if you don't understand your feelings, you'll probably go haywire. Valentina shuddered at the thought. Then you'd better explain them to me. Milo thought for a moment. Okay. Well, sometimes I feel happy, like when I kick a ball into the goal at soccer, or when my best friend shares a slice of watermelon with me. Sometimes I feel sad, like when I have to leave a place where I'm having fun and I don't want to leave, like the playground or, or a birthday party. Sometimes I feel hurt, like when a friend pushes me at school. Valentina considered Milo's words, turning them over in her central processor. Sometimes I have really big feelings. That's what I call it when my feelings are too big for me to handle by myself. Maybe that's happening to you sometimes, Valentina. Valentina nodded, thinking back to the other day when she began shaking during a thunderstorm. It can happen when I get so, so, so angry that I feel all clenched up, my hands make fists, and all my feet want to do is stomp, stomp, stomp. Milo stomped around the room to demonstrate. It can happen when I get so frustrated that I feel my eyebrows scrunching together so tightly they seem as if they might touch and become one big eyebrow. (laughs) Milo pushed his eyebrows together and made a funny face. Valentina laughed. Ha, ha, ha. It can happen when I feel so sad that my tears are hot when they roll down my cheeks. Or, in your case, I guess computer chips. And I can't speak even if I know what I want to say. All that comes out are little whimpers. It can happen when I get so excited I think my cheeks will pop because I'm smiling so wide and my heart beats so fast I feel dizzy and I want to scream at the top of my lungs and jump all over everything! Milo leapt onto the bed and rolled around frantically. Do you see what I'm saying? I think I understand, but Milo, these feelings sound quite extreme. Is it okay to have big feelings? Yeah, it's okay to have big feelings. Everyone has them. It's part of being human. Oh, well, I mean, it's part of having feelings, but they are still tough to handle. Handle? How do you handle them? Like, you pull a lever and they go away? Where is my lever? Please, show me. No, there's no lever to pull. It can be hard. What do you do when you have big feelings like that? When I'm having big feelings, I sometimes imagine them as this huge ball that I'm trying to balance above my head. When my feelings are so, so big, the ball pushes down on my shoulders. I feel scared, thinking it might crush me. That sounds very frightening if I'm using that word correctly. You're right, it is frightening. But my grandma told me something about big feelings that not everybody knows. I don't have to hold them all by myself. The people who love me can all help me carry my big ball of feelings when it gets too big. How can they do this? Valentina asked, fiddling with her buttons. 
Oh, I can say, I'm having some really big feelings right now. Can you give me a hug? Or, I'm so overwhelmed. Can you breathe with me? Or, I need to calm down. Could we sing a song together? Just a hug can help sometimes. Or some counting and some deep breaths. Singing my favorite song really loud can help too. One time I sang it so loud that my neighbor heard me and she started singing along. Reading a book with somebody can calm me down. Sometimes just having my quiet time can help me figure out my feelings. Sometimes those things don't work at all and I have to do something to get my feelings out, out, out. Valentina stared at Milo and her eyes grew a hundred pixels in every direction. I have to get them out by jumping up and down, even hitting a pillow or letting out a howl. (laughs) Valentina blinked. The people who love me, like my grandma, can help me name my feelings when I'm confused about them. Excited, sad, hurt, angry, disappointed, happy, um, afraid, frustrated. Naming my feelings makes them feel less scary. Valentina stored all of this information in her central processor as Milo continued. And something else I learned is that when I ask for help to hold my ball of feelings, and when people I love put their hands up to help me carry it, it shrinks. It never goes away. After all, feelings are a special part of who I am. Instead, my big rumbling ball of feelings gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it can sit on my shoulder, like a little ladybug keeping me company. I never considered ladybugs as offering high-quality company. Hmm. Well, okay, like a teeny tiny dog on my shoulder keeping me company. Valentina nodded slowly. So, if I may summarize, you are saying I must acquaint myself with my feelings, accept them as a normal part of life, and then use various strategies to manage them with the help of those who care for me in order to keep myself from going haywire. Totally. So, how are you feeling right now? Right now, I am feeling glad that I now understand the sensations that have swept over me and grateful to you for explaining them to me. Yet, I also feel something else. I spent last night in your shrubbery, which, by the way, should be trimmed, as it is quite hazardous. That aside, it was very different from my charging station at home. And this morning, I was not able to see the sunrise from my usual spot by the window. At this time of day, I am typically engaged in a useful project of some kind. I thought I would be well-suited for life among people, but this feeling I am experiencing is making me think I was incorrect. Valentina, you're homesick. I love my home. It does not make me sick. No, no. Homesick is when you're away from home for too long, and you miss it, and you want to go back. Ah, yes. That is exactly what I am feeling. I now wish to return home. Valentina straightened herself and headed for the door without looking back at Milo. Upstairs, Grandma stretched and got out of bed. As she walked down the stairs, she saw a flash of silver. Huh? What was that? She muttered. 
and crept down for a closer look. Just then, Milo passed by on his way to the door. Hey! He called out. Grandma hid in the stairway and peered around the corner. She saw a small robot inches from the front door. Valentina turned to look at Milo. I was just departing. I I know, I mean... I'm, I'm glad you're going home. I know you want to, but you were leaving without even saying goodbye. A puzzled look fell over Valentina's metallic features. Valentina referred to the data about sadness that she'd stored in her central processor. She could understand what Milo was feeling. Around the corner on the stair, Grandma wondered who this Valentina robot character was and what she was doing in her house. But she swept those questions aside as she waited to hear what Milo would say next. Remember, Valentina, I have feelings just like you do. Everyone in the whole world has feelings, even robots. Valentina smiled. I am not in the habit of saying goodbye to anyone. It appears that it is important to you for me to acknowledge the value of our time together by bidding you farewell. Milo ran to Valentina and gave her a hug. Goodbye, he whispered. Valentina, having never been hugged before, stood frozen in place and waited until it was over. Milo was a big hugger, so it lasted kind of a long time. Finally, he let go, and Valentina pushed through the door and was gone. Grandma, having seen this take place from her hiding spot, stepped down from the stairs. Milo was on his tiptoes at the window, watching Valentina disappear down the street. <clears throat> Grandma murmured. Milo turned, looking a little disappointed. Hey, Milo. Look, for the moment, let's put aside the fact that a small, talking, feeling robot just left my house at 9.30 on a Saturday morning. I definitely want to hear all about that. Trust me. But first I just wanted to say, I'm very proud of you. Last night I went to bed still wondering if you truly understood what I meant about everyone having feelings. But if you can teach a robot about feelings, you must understand them pretty well yourself. Oh, Grandma. I miss her already. Grandma gave Milo a big squeeze. Okay. I need to eat breakfast. How about you come with me to the kitchen and fill me in on who this Valentina robot girl is and why you miss her so much. Milo took Grandma's hand and they walked together into the kitchen. All the while, Milo talked a mile a minute about his new best friend. was so good. I hope you loved the story and got something out of it. Being a human with feelings in the world can be overwhelming. 
I think it's really important to talk about feelings and how it's okay to have them, even super big ones. And it's also really important to try to understand other people's feelings too, and maybe robots. <laughs> I want to thank Eric O'Keefe, Chanel Sang, and Sarah Werner for lending their voices. Little Stories for Tiny People is written and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Very special thanks today go out to the listeners who provided sound effects used in today's story. So thank you so much to Tessa, Theo, Lily, Riley, Violet, and Huxley. Big people, you can send in your children's sound effects too. Just take a voice memo of them making a recognizable sound and send it to Rhea at littlestoriestinypeople.com. That's it. I hope I hear from you. Thank you, as always, for listening in. <laughs>